Rusty Quill presents. Welcome to Ain't Slayed Nobody. This is an actual play podcast intended for adults and may contain material that some people find disturbing. Please see the episode notes for content warnings and listen with care. If you found our show from Graham Patrick's guest writing on episode three of the Magnus Protocol, you might want to start with one of the campaigns he wrote on. Y'all of Cthulhu, our first ever season, is a complete horror campaign in the Old West. Next, we have Bleaker Trails, which is in the same setting. That has one complete season, and the final season is coming late in 2024. And if you're looking for something shorter and science fiction, we have a six-episode Blade Runner series. Thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you around. Our Discord is slade.me discord. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's the morning after everything that happened the night before. You'll just all gradually come to consciousness with the phosphorescent light of the asteroid, like a sort of false sunrise, glowing and waking you up. Even now, the little corners of the living pods that you're in, there's just little violet glows along the edges, just you know, as though the rock has just begun to seep into them. So where are you all? I mean, Lucky, where where do you wake up? He wakes up in his bed, so he's spent the night communing with the crystals. And when he gets up in the morning, the first thing he's going to do, because he doesn't know what the day holds, is he's going to carefully gather up the dry blood and scabs from the rest of the floor and just tuck them into a little folded bit of paper and then keep that somewhere on his person just for emergencies. That's beautiful. And delightfully, I mean, Lucky will notice that there are, you know, new little lines of crystals growing almost almost everywhere. So you could just, I mean, they're, oh. you know, completely fresh. You could get those too. Oh, wonderful. But they taste nicer with dried blood. Please don't say that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I can't think of a good response to that. That's why I'm saying, mm. In, indeed. <laughs> Gary, where, where do you, where does, uh, where does Gary Glitch wake up? Well, Gary's probably a bit surprised to wake up, but Gary's going to wake up on the floor, probably in front of that comms device. And the first thing he's going to do is grab for his throat to feel around and see if what happened yesterday was real at all and maybe kind of test out mechanically whether he can speak. What happened yesterday was real. And yeah, you can you can speak. I mean, your, your, vo- your voice is hoarse, but you can speak. Every day's a gift. 
We'll see if you change your mind about that in the next, in the next sort of hour and a half. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. Yes, thank you. Regan, where do you wake up? You know, the old stereotype of the asshole geologist. We've all heard it before. Oh, um, yes. Tape as old as time. Yeah, uh, he uh, wakes up. Uh, he doesn't wake up. He's been uh, laying in his cot with his eyes wide open, getting zero rest, furiously going through his options, of which there seem to be startlingly few. And he doesn't really trust any of his companions here. Do we feel like a changed role for not having slept a wink? I think that that's fair. Yeah. And it's more, so now it is four. Yeah. So I think Riggan sort of lies awake all night, and he can feel the asteroid seeping into him, and it feels as though he's, he's almost like slowing down to the speed of the asteroid. It's just a very long night. Yeah. I think of, you know, sometimes when you lay down and you don't really sleep very well, but then, like, all of a sudden it's like the light's coming in, and you're like, whoa, where did that time go? Very um, disorienting time-wise, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, sometimes those nights, I mean, they seem absolutely endless. It seems as though, you know, those nights when you're just lying awake, it seems as though it couldn't possibly be five hours. It's like 10 or 20 you've been lying in. Yeah. You know that's correct, right? It has been 20 hours. It has been a year you've been lying there. I must be kind of stiff. I think I fall out of my cot and kind of just lay on the floor for a while. That sounds exactly right. And then Kate, where does Kate wake up? Cade wakes up in their own room. They went straight to bed because, as medical officer, they are aware of how important it is to get a good night's rest after an amputation. <laughs> and also, they don't want to be anywhere near Gary after the whole crystal tracheotomy thing. So I think they just tried to go straight to sleep and sleep as much as they can. It also distracts from how much their missing arm hurts. Out of interest, what did you do with the arm? I left it in the medical bay. Don't eat the arm, Scott. <laughs> just, can I just put put that out there? Just brilliant. Okay, cool. So y you have your operational instructions. You've sort of scanned the asteroid, but you haven't sort of chosen a mining site, or at least you haven't started mining yet, right? I don't think so. No, no. I, I'd got as far as sending out the probes and trying to determine sites, but. Events have somewhat escalated since then. Well, I'm not interested in continuing to try to mine this place. I think that we're in great danger. And so I want to call everybody together for a meeting about how we're going to get off of this, uh, this asteroid. Gary doesn't want to attend the meeting, but he's, he's lying on the floor in the, the meeting space. <laughs> I keep just like walking over Gary. Like, excuse me, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Lachlan wanders in, and he looks like he hasn't slept as well. There's still a bit of dry blood around his mouth, but no obvious wound. And he just looks over at everyone else and says, uh, I'm not sure I want to mind this planet now. I don't think we should be digging up this crystal. I don't think we should be... We should be driving holes in this. It's... I mean, you do realize this asteroid is alive, it's sentient. We we shouldn't be digging into its flesh. I mean, that would be like... Uh, the, the way we're connected to it now, that would be like a an act of self-harm, he says, looking over at Gary's throat and Cade's arm. Missing arm. <laughs> yes. Self-harm is definitely a problem we're having around here. We need options for how to get out of here. 
We can't get out until Extractus sends us our, our shuttle. There's no way to get out of here. The only way off is for them to show up, and we've got, what, another 11 months? Although I still think it should be closer to a year. I have no idea what the fuck is going you on. Already, you're already missing an arm. Yes, whose fault is that for not letting me cut off the finger first? Look, fighting just leads to tracheotomies. We've got to figure out <laughs> how to work together here. Look, it's been... It- 20 years since last night's fight. I think we should just Oh my let- god, Gary, I didn't see you down there. <laughs> <laughs> let bygones be bygones. Lucky, did you see anything out there? You're the only one who's really explored anything that can... Any ships? No, I didn't see any ships. I just saw the other base out there, but the asteroid itself isn't going to let us off. I mean, we're connected to it now. We're part of it now, so I don't think we really can leave, not in any meaningful sense. And even if we did, the way that time's working now, by the time we got off, uh, who knows how long would have happened. You're thinking in the wrong terms now. You're thinking in human terms, and human terms don't apply here anymore. Okay, we need to get off this rock as quickly as possible. Regan... We need to see how the crystal has changed. What kind of changes are going to take place in us? We want to see the marvelous future that awaits us. And he kind of glances at Kate and uh, Gary, like, the beauty and the glory of the crystals. Did he go on and extract a management course that taught you how to bullshit like that? Because uh, <laughs> I, I don't think you paid enough attention. But I, I mean, I can take you out to the base if you want for all the good it's going to do you. But we're, we're, not, we're never getting out of here. We might as well make peace with it. Well, then we might as well go look at the other place, Lucky. If we're just going to be stuck here forever, we don't want to be just stuck here. We might as well see what other places we have, right? Kate is trying to do gestures with both hands, forgetting that they only have one arm now. Oh, no. (laughs) Is anyone else finding the name Extraxer ironic at this time? Because we've extracted parts of our body? Because they cannot extract us from this asteroid? Ah, bastards. I I think it's fine if Riggin's leader now. I don't think I can do this anymore. Good. So we're all agreed I'm the leader. Are we? It doesn't matter. It can't be Lucky, is what I'm saying. Let's just go. Lucky, lead us. I mean, not in the sense of being the leader, but show us where in, the in, base in is. In the other sense of the word, as in take us yeah. to a particular place. Yes, thank you, Cade, yes. Maybe they can fix what's wrong with me and Cade when we get there. With their advanced knowledge. Let's cut forward. You're in your suits, so... There is oxygen. There are life support uh, systems within them. But they're all, they're all fully charged at the moment, so you'll be fine. Lucky, you lead them towards a structure which looks very like yours. I mean, actually, an older version of a an extractor structure. It's it's a permanent one. It looks as though it used to have two floors, um, although the the bottom one uh, has rock covering a lot of it, as if the rock has sort of washed up against it. But yeah, there you are. There is a, an old Extraxa base there. You can enter on the upper floor because you can essentially walk up the rock and go in an entrance there. And and we'll have you standing on a ridge and just, just looking towards the, this old battered base. So Extraxa's been here before. Did they tell us? 
Of course, they've been here before. They've been here plenty of times before. We've encountered all the the human forms that are embedded within the the rock. There's there's hundreds, thousands of people. They've sent so many people here before us, and the asteroid's taken them all in, and it's going to take us in too, just as it's swallowing that base over there, and we'll, we'll just become part of it. Why would they keep sending people here? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Why? Because we're a cheap resource. They can keep doing it in the hope of getting it right one day, and that's not going to happen with us. You know, we'll get consumed like everyone else, and then they'll send someone else out, and maybe one day someone will get it right, and who knows, maybe they'll, they'll dig us up, and we'll have become crystallized by then, and we'll end up being sold on to, well, whoever finds a use for for what we've become at that stage. I lean into Riggin. I've got a sedative pack. If you think it would help. I have a feeling he's not going to be very helpful in our escape attempt. Yeah. Riggin, what he's saying is hitting home and it, it's making sense. Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> he's scaring me, but I have to hide that. Uh, 100% hide that uh, deep, deep down. Uh, maybe I don't even admit it. So in that case, are we going? Are we going for change rolls? I mean, if you're listening to what luck, it, because how he describes extracts of behaving, it makes sense with everything you've you've seen from them. Yeah, I think so. They like money, so th- there's no reason they wouldn't just throw people at a planet and try and mine it lots and lots of times. So do make a change roll. I rolled a three, so which is my current, so I stay at three. Yeah, I rolled two, so I stay at four. I rolled under as well. We've got bigger things to worry about. Hmm? Do you think we'll still have uh, consciousness when we become part of the crystal? Oh, yes. Yes, it won't let, let us let go of that I, as much as you might want. Okay, yeah. Do you think there's any way to reverse it? No? No, no, no. I'm, I'm sure all those people down there in the crystal uh, are still painfully conscious of everything that's going on. Don't listen to him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's still hallucinating. Let's get inside and see what kind of materials we have to work with in there. Okay. Right, you said it's on the second floor? Kind of climb up the rock and go on the second floor? Yeah, because the, the bottom floor is kind of buried. I look back at my companions. Cade, can you make it up this, uh, this slope? Mm, with a little help. I reach a hand down to help them. Thank you. I was trying to climb up because it's like, you know, with that phantom kind of limb you get after an amputation, still, it feels like it's still there and it's not. So I climb up with help. Very good. Very good. It's going to take Gary a while, uh, but I think he's, he's climbing slowly and thinking about this existential crisis that Lucky's presented. Maybe they have medical records or something documented that can slow this down at least. So there is a corridor, um, a corridor sort of dimly lit by this phosphorescent light. I mean, you have uh, accumulations of of rock in in every corner, so it has this uh, sort of violet glow everywhere. And um, at the moment, you can see this long corridor leading down, and there are rooms on either side. So I'm following Riggin until I think I might find a records room or a medical bay or somewhere that might have hope for for Gary. I'm looking for a med bay to see if I can find some medical records or, or anything that would tell me what happened to the people who were here. 
Okay. I am looking for another comm unit, although the problem wasn't really with our comm unit. It was with... I guess I'm looking... I'm, I'm looking to see if they had a ship. Yeah, Luckland's just sitting on the edge of the hatch leading into the airlock, into the the structure itself, and just sitting out and looking at the asteroid. There's nothing in this unit here that's got any anything that interests him, he's sure. Not even descending deeper into the rock? Hmm. No. No, I don't think so. I think he's just going to sit there and and watch the rock just watch mm. it watch it glow watch the colors of it and just see if by being in contact with it out here she can get any sense of the people who are trapped within it yeah yeah that's absolutely beautiful well, well let's do a roll for that right now i love that okay i assume that's just going to be an inside die yeah, that sounds right. So just the change die. Oh, yeah. Sorry, change die. I rolled a six. Ooh. Oh, that's so lovely. You know, so you know how you watch the, the sea kind of flowing and you watch the waves. Uh, the rock is doing the same thing. It's growing very, very slowly. But you can you can see that as you're sitting there. Mm. And yeah, you get you get a sense of everyone in the rock. So, you know, hundreds of people, all, all of whom from different periods of time and you know different extracts emissions and all trapped there all completely conscious all breathing in and out but very very slowly you can almost hear a chorus of them this kind of breathy i mean very slow voice almost as if they're screaming very very slowly okay i think i need to make two change rolls here one because i rolled my change die on its own and then probably another one for what i just picked up from that that sounds like the rules to me, so you should definitely do that. <laughs> so, first one, no, that's a three, so it doesn't go up. Second one, also a three. No, uh, Lachlan is oddly okay with all this. Maybe it's because it's what he was expecting. Yeah. But there's not really something calming about it, but there's something about the sheer fatalism of it that perversely stops him becoming stressed because at this stage he's just decided there's no way of escaping this there's nothing that you can do to fight it so why be frightened it's inevitable can we also have it as a bit disappointing i mean i sort of think he he was after some sort of hit of mm, like yeah time slowing but he didn't really get that he just got what he got before and, the, and there is a feeling that he, he needs a deeper hit now hmm yeah yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe it'll all be better when I'm buried within its flesh. Should we do the med bay? So I think Gary and Cade, you were both heading for the med bay, so let, let's have you go in together. Okay. Yeah, so these are old extractor medical equipment. Cade, you will realise this is out of date, 50, 100 years old extractor medical equipment. There are records here if you want to look through them. So what you'll see is that you know there are records that have begun to crystallize but you can probably still get something out of them there's equipment there's no bodies in here or anything i'm gonna put gloves on and pick up the crystallizing records put, put a glove on and pick up the no i go to put two gloves on and then <laughs> yes, realize okay. that i can only put one on and it's very 
disappointing. Hey, do you want me to turn the pages or anything? I can leave the records on the counter and just turn them, Gary. Okay, sorry, I wasn't trying to offend. I, I'll sit over here. I don't really understand medical terms anyway. Well, why don't you look for anything else useful you can find in here? Maybe maybe there's some yeah. equipment or something, I don't know. Like a medicine, a serum, something? Yes, like that. Yeah, yeah, let me rifle around through these cabinets. Gary, what are you looking for? I think you're... Were you actually looking for a cure? And it gone, tell me what you're looking for. Even if it just relaxes the solidified feeling I have in my, my throat right now, just something to ease off the crystallization that he's going through. Yeah, yeah. So give me a give me a roll. Okay. Just one? Yeah, so just one, unless you want to add your change die. Oh, for this, I think it's important enough that I should... I should add change die. Absolutely. Uh, I rolled a, a one on my normal roll and a five on my change die. Great. So that's a change roll because your change rolled high. Yes. Just a two on that one. Yeah. So what you find are records of you know, the various employees that came here. They came here to, to mine. Certainly in the final days of the base, what you find is that, you know, extracts a wasn't coming for them and they knew they were dying and employees were just you know the body parts were just slowly turning to stone i'll let you choose whether you tell Cade that sometimes they're trying to amputate things but they always found it came back after that there was there was rock deeply in their systems which would manifest itself after a while you were asking about slowing this down the employees would gradually be be consumed and i mean you think that if you broke it down into crystals maybe you're reading this wrong but there is something about slowing down in there there is something about the whole metabolism slowing down if you're understanding it right you could you could make yourself slow down by by sort of consuming some of the crystals Ooh, okay i, I think since i don't fully understand it i am going to have to loop kate in hey kate i i found some records over here i think it's uh not a cure but maybe something that can prevent this from spreading or, or slow down the process, I, th I think you might actually uh, still be in danger. What? Yeah, I found something. Uh, it, it was, it was, I was looking for serum and I found these records that says something about uh, the spread continues after they amputate. Uh, so we need to find the cure together, I guess is what I'm saying. I think there, there, there's some jargon in here about slowing it down, breaking up the crystals, but, but I don't know how to do that shit. If, is there a way we could, like, put our consciousness into Riggin's body? I'm just, you know, there's there are no wrong suggestions in brainstorming, I think. Why would we do that? Well, we could share his brain and then, uh, I don't know, he seems able-bodied. I'm just spitballing here. Okay, I am not here, I am not here for this casual ableism from you, Gary. <laughs> Sit. <laughs> and I'm gonna take a look at the medical jargon. Uh-huh. Kate, I think at this point in your your amputated arm, you it it is beginning to sort of itch, but it's it's just that you you've started thinking about it, so it's beginning to itch. It's it's fine. It's not real pain. I'm just gonna try to ignore it because I need to focus on this. Because if Gary's right, stranger things have happened. Then I need to be able to do something about this. Yeah, definitely. G give me a roll. Okay. Uh, can I add my profession die since I'm the doctor? Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to reroll and add my change die because <laughs> because I rolled a three and a one. Oh, that's much better. 
one, three, and five. Although my highest was my change die, so... Yeah, so you're reading what Gary read before, but to you it's reading very different, right? So he was looking at slowing down the process. Well, there's no way to do that, and, and there's no there's no cure. I mean, what what's happening is that as the rock takes over, people's metabolisms are slowing, and so their lives are just slowing down and slowing down, and they're going into a kind of endless state where they will never die. They'll just be contained within the rock, living life very, very slowly. And this is something you remember from Extraxa's records. You remember, I mean, maybe in your medical training, you'd, you'd occasionally come across records like this, but they were blacked out. You were never allowed to see them. But it does look as though Extraxa knew this was going on. Motherfuckers. Lucky was right. I'm going to make a change roll for that. I rolled a six on my change. Ooh. <laughs> so your change ticks up. So I'm up to four. So the scariest thing you've encountered so far is the fact that Lucky was right about something. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> oh, God, they knew. They knew, Gary. Yeah? They knew what they were doing when they sent us here. To, to find a cure? You... No, there there isn't one. They, they knew we were just going to turn into rocks, Gary. No, they... But eternally living rocks. They knew. No, they were, they were very supportive. They, they said I was the uh, highest promoted tier four they'd ever had in the company. They couldn't have just sent us here to die. I try to slap him with my missing arm, and then I realize what I'm doing and slap him with the real one instead. Kate, I mean, now, now this is coming back to you, right? So uh, let's have the medical records that you remember. They're on Extraxis databases, but but they all they all came from, you know, mining colonies like this, and you, you do remember that they, Extraxis had a habit of. Um, of making someone team leader who clearly wasn't suited, but in, someone who wouldn't be missed, right, from a lower economic class. But I should say, by the way, that these aren't Graham's opinions at all. This is Graham being nasty. So someone who 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 wouldn't be missed from a lower economic class, and um, and they, you know they make them team leader, and they just kind of send them off, knowing they'd never come back. Gary, they picked you on purpose for this one. They just wanted to get rid of you, Gary. No, you've all lost your minds. I, fuck no. it. Riggin's the only one who understands. It's all in the records. Riggin tried to kill you, Gary. <laughs> I'm fuck this. I, I I think there's this denial happening in Gary now, where he feels like Riggin trying to find a way off the asteroid is the only solution because it can't be true that they've just sent him here to die, despite Riggin being the person he always hated the most. I think he has a little bit of hope left, but probably needs to make a change roll because Cade was trying to kind of lay it out for him there just to be able to deny this to himself. Well, it is at the back of your mind, right? That, I mean, and you've always felt like this, the idea that someone was just mocking you by making you team leader, that it didn't mean it. Yeah, I didn't have any skills, but I, I also saw that in other team leaders. So I thought maybe they, they knew something I didn't know about the position. Oh, I just rolled a two. So I think that okay. running to find Riggin is going to be Gary's next move. Yeah, so just kind of, the, the doubt sort of stays in the back of your head. It doesn't, yeah. it's not. Yeah. Um, so, Riggin, should we do a bit of you looking at records before Gary comes along? Absolutely, sure. All right, so, you know, you look in most of the rooms, they, they just look like sort of empty officer storage rooms, nothing very, I mean, it's sort of mining equipment, which is slowly crystallizing, but nothing very interesting. But then you, you do find... um. Uh, a records room. It looks like the the expedition leader's room. 
And there is actually a, a shaft further down the corridor, so you could descend down to the lower floor if you want. But for the moment, yeah, yeah you're, you're in the team leader's room, the expedition leader's room, and there is a body here. Covered in crystals? Yeah, not entirely crystalline, but their limbs, their hands have, have become crystallized. Well, if Lucky is right, these people are all still alive. So I go, hello? Doesn't seem to be alive. Hey, uh, I'm going to grab some object that does not have crystals on it. Is there an object that doesn't have crystals on it? Or maybe even on my person? Yeah, sure. You can, you can find something. You're a geologist, right? You'll have a, a small pick or something. Yeah, a little small pick, and I'm just going to throw it at the body. Oh, if you're throwing a pick at the body, it'll hit him on the shoulder and this little network of cracks will run through the arm and it will just kind of dissolve into into little shards. And maybe at this point you'll notice that you know there are some pills on the on the desk. Pills. Riggan, you you know, right, he's taken his own life. I process this and I shake my head like Poor bastard, even though I'm thinking that may be the way I get off of this asteroid. That may be the only way to really get off this asteroid. And then I'm going to uh, go, nope, it's, it's no, we're not there yet. And I'm going to uh, try to pull down any kind of records he had or mm. any kind of information I can get about this operation. Give me, give me a rope to, um, to search. You're basically looking for a ship, right? But you're also looking for information. I'm just going to roll my one die, because I don't think I'm particularly skilled at records. And I got a four. Okay, yeah. So, yes, there was um, there was a quarrying operation, actually. So not actually a mine. The records are there, and it seems as though they'd done quite a bit of quarrying. This is a bit strange. You haven't really seen a quarry. But uh, but there was a you know a massive quarry, and there's sort of... Uh, there's accounts. Um, and there are records of a shuttle. Uh, any clue as to where that shuttle might be? In the quarry. Right. And do I know where the location of the quarry was? Was it sort of behind this building or to the south or north of it or something? Let, let's call it north. I mean, I'm not quite sure what north means on an asteroid, but... Uh, but Right. Yeah, you, you know the direction of the, of the, the quarry, yeah. I'm going to run back to my companions. And as you do... You know, the network of cracks running through this body will just go a little further and um, his, his shoulder and a bit of his torso will just slip to the floor. I mean, it, it, how disturbed is, is Riggan by a body gradually cracking apart? I mean, it's tough. I think Riggan's seen some shit. I'd, I'd say the realization that the man took his own life is worth a change roll, though. Uh, and realizing that that may be the only way to control your fate here is pretty uh, messed up. So... Uh, I did roll a one, though, so... So, Riggan keeps it together. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to share my findings with the others. Great, and I think Gary's coming to see you at the same time, so, yeah, I'll, I'll let you talk. Riggan, Riggan, I think Kate is, uh... Kate, Kate's kind of, uh, losing it. We, uh... Look, I know we've we've had our differences, but I think you're the, you're our only hope to get off this this rock and, uh... You know, you're the team leader now, so I'm just, I'm just following you. I think... I found something. There's a shuttle. Good, good. Good. Cade. I just come out looking a little dazed. Yeah. Cade, there's a shuttle. This base had a shuttle. Had? It's in a quarry. We don't know if it's still operational, but it's a chance. Well, why didn't they use it then? Uh, who knows? I mean, 
Maybe all of them went like Lucky and decided that they wanted to become one with the crystal. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, this might be our chance to get off. So let's get Lucky and get off the planet. Okay, let's go. Come on, I, I don't want to be... If, if there's any chance to get out of here... Wait, listen to me for a second. Gary, listen. Yeah, yeah. Do we really need Lucky? It's going to take some convincing. I don't know if it's worth the time. Uh, I do like Lucky, though. He wants to stay here. Let him. I mean, we could be up all night to get Lucky. Or maybe we check on him, see if he could be talked into joining us on the shuttle. We can't leave someone behind. Come on. We have to at least give it a try. It's worth a shot, but... I'm just worried that he'll do something to sabotage us, and this is... We have a chance now. Can we be vague about where the shuttle is and just gauge his interest? Just, just, let's tell him we're going to go take a look at the quarry and just tell him there's more rocks there and he'll follow. Mm. Like force him onto the shuttle when we get there? I'm not sure what he'll do. That's why I don't want to include him. But fine. Okay. Let's go talk to the crazy person. And the character he's playing. <laughs> I think at this stage... Lachlan's wandered off. Yeah, he's gone exploring on his own just to see whether he can find somewhere where he's going to find it easier to make contact with the rock, with the people embedded within it. And yeah, somewhere where he can descend within it. I, I mean, sure, there is some kind of buried structure within this base, but that's got to be superficial. Yeah, he's going to go wandering off looking for another crevice. That sounds really good. And so... And, and, and you guys, you, know, you will see this, so you, you'll come to the entrance where the, the hatch where, where Lucky was, was dangling, and you, you'll see him wandering off, long way off now, and... Well, not, not just walking off, actually thinking about it, riding off in the buggy that we rode over here in. That sounds very sensible. Excellent. I'll get you there faster. Yeah. And it's as though the the voices, that they're kind of calling you so you, you can go towards them. And yeah, let's have you stopping on the edge of what is a very large crevasse. Excellent. Do we have comms with him if we're seeing him ride off in the buggy? Yeah. Yeah. What did I tell you? He's already sabotaging yeah, us. Yeah, call him. Call him. Someone. Lucky, bring the rover back now. Yeah, can't really do that, Rick, and I can hear them now. I'm almost where I need to be to, to make contact with them, so no, no, I can't bring it back now. And and also, my name's Lachlan. I, how hard is that? Why do you keep calling me Lucky? I turn to Cade off comms and I go, you talk to him. Come on. You've got to be able to convince him. Lachlan, come on. Come back. You can't leave us here like this. You say that like there's anywhere to go. There's a shuttle! I kind of like jump in on my comms. There's a shuttle! Lackaland! Come on! The comms has to start breaking up now. And he's, he's just going a bit beyond range now. So, what do you guys think about including Lucky in our mission now? I, I think he wants to be called Lachlan. We should call him Lachlan. So, but I think we should just leave. But I made up that nickname when we were like seven. I thought he liked it. Apparently he doesn't, so we should respect his wishes. And he doesn't want to leave, so if he doesn't want to leave, we leave him here, I guess. Come on. How are we going to get to the quarry? He stole the, the buggy. 
We have these things called feet, Gary. Haven't had to amputate any of those. The quarry should be walkable, right, Graham? That's the thing, Regan. When you look out, there is no quarry. Like, where the quarry should be, it's it's just land. Although, maybe if you look closely, I don't know, maybe there's an area that could have been a quarry at some point, which is like... But, but no, there's no quarry. It's been covered over with the crystal. The planet terraforms itself. We need mining gear. We need to dig down and find the shuttle. Do we have anything that heavy duty? What if there was... Do you think the first floor has a tunnel or something that goes to the quarry? And maybe we can get to the shuttle that way? We need a fucking miner who knows how to use equipment like that. Lachland! <laughs> well, let's see what we can find inside. We might have to go down to the lower level. Yeah. Come on. What if we... Ugh, shit. Can we call Extraxer and tell him we we know what they're doing and see if... We get voicemail, Gary. With what equipment, Gary? Uh, th there's no comms equipment in this base? Haven't found any yet, and you destroyed the stuff at the last place, so... It kind of works. If my suspicions are correct, having not read any documents to this end, I think Extraxer put us here on purpose. Left us, rather. Yes, yes they did. To what end, though? We didn't give them anything useful. We didn't send any data back. We Maybe we're science experiments and they're waiting to see if we figure out a way to get out of this. I don't know. But can we keep moving? Because the longer we stand here, the more likely we're going to turn into rocks. And I don't want to be a rock. Let's go. Fine. I think we have to go down this shaft. All right. Down we go, then. I mean, the rock is... All over the place, that down there, the shaft is entirely lined in the violet rock. Are you going down, Regan? God. I carefully check the seals on my suit, make sure that I'm completely airtight, do the checklist. I go down the shaft. As you do, there is this, I mean, almost as if there's a pair of bellows or something, but this sort of wind going back and forth. It's very strange. And, and this faint murmuring down there just a almost, almost like a, a hum and yeah you, you descend down and at this lower level the walls are almost entirely crystal i mean this can't be safe right you know there are dormitories down here there's stores where you'd find the mining equipment heading straight to the stores uh, well first waiting to see if my companions are following me yeah, Cade follows immediately because they're just done with all of this they want out they don't want to deal with the rocks they just nope out of here Gary's following, but at a slow distance. I think he's experiencing a little bit of claustrophobia in the suit because the, you know, the crystal's already kind of taking over his breathing uh, mechanisms to some extent. So I, I think being very conscious of whether it's spreading, especially when seeing all the crystal along the walls. Yeah, yeah. Caden, you get something similar as well, right? So it, it does feel like the upper part of your arm is now going a bit numb. Got bad feeling about this sort of scratching at the upper part we have to move fast i'm looking in the stores for mining apparatus actually Cade, when you scratch at the upper part i think i think it's just got to come away just a little bit right so you just feel it just crumble just slightly ah uh, that's a change roll that's another six i need to switch d6s here because this one's just like that's two sixes in a row so i'm up to five Five change now, okay. Mm -hmm. 
And the, there is a rule, uh, again, that if, you know, if you want to bring your change down, you just have to move the change. So, Rigan, so, um, yeah, so y- you'll find the stores. There, there is going to be a body here lying full length on the floor, almost entirely made of crystal. They, they, they look like they're sort of sitting there waiting to die, basically. Um, and there is also mining equipment here. So, you know, there, there is a, an automatic shaft thing. I mean, it's slightly crystalline, but it does look as though enough of it is, is working so that you could take it outside and it would drive a shaft down. So at a change of four, I'm experiencing changes to my psychology, right? Yeah, it's 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 not set, but yeah, sure, you could you can be feeling the feeling the change a bit, yeah. I think that I keep yelling at the others to hurry up, even though they're moving at a normal speed. I can't understand why they're taking so slow and take you know plodding along. Why is everything you know? We have to hurry. We have to get out of here. Like hurry up, move it double time, uh, and then I'm going to really hurry past this body almost recklessly like clambering toward the mining apparatus and probably elbowing the body or or hitting it with my boot as i move toward the mining apparatus to check if it is operational great Cade. and so you'll be right behind right and the first sight you're going to get is is this crystalline body which to you looks i mean from what you've read upstairs is is probably alive living very very slowly but is probably alive and then Riggan storms past and hits the body with its boot and it just begins to crumble. And so, you know, a shoulder, a chunk of the torso will just kind of crack away. Yes, I kind of think I need to make another change roll for that because now mm. I'm just... This is the first person, crystal person that I've seen and it's making me think about, like, my arm and just like... Oh, yes, it's your future. Yeah, then this is what you're going to become. I just rolled another six. And that takes you up to a six, right? Yeah, so I'm at six now, so if you don't mind, Graham, I think I'm just going to be breaking into I don't want to be this, and I'm just going to find a way to end it before I get there, because living like that forever just sounds like hell, and seeing the body there and remembering the voices and what Lachlan was talking about, it's just pure horror in my brain and just something kind of breaks and all I want is just to be out. Not off the planet, but just out of everything before that happens to me. And I feel my arm itching and I feel connected to things and I remember what Lachlan was talking about and this is this is not happening to me. I am not letting it happen. Okay. And so I'm, I'm going to... like I, I have a medical kit. So I think I'm going to just down every pill anesthetic yes. everything i have because i don't yes. want to risk it not working just all of it so gary and riggan like just see k just kind of like is looking in horror down at this thing that riggan kicked and just like something goes crazy in their in their eyes and they just start rummaging in their bag and start popping all, every pill every liquid all of they mm. uh shoot themselves with the shots the the memory anesthetic shots everything yeah. And my feeling was that Gary was, was moving so slowly that this is already pretty far along when he sees it happening. So I don't think this is like the first pill being taken, but just walking in in, in progress, trying to knock whatever's left away. To be honest, Gary, it might make the difference between Kay dying and Kay 
just taking enough so so that oh god yeah oh that would suck they're just consumed by the rock sure yeah i think it's kind of a mindless act though just seeing it in- instinctively lifelong friend doing this trying to knock everything away i'm i'm not going to let him stop me like i'm just mumbling to to myself and ranting around like the pills as i dry swallow everything just like it's not happening to me and <laughs> not like this not like this i'm not going like lachlan so you're swallowing everything and um let's just have a a, a roll between uh between you two uh ooh, i rolled a six i also rolled a six <laughs> Ooh, that's interesting so we should negotiate some sort of a tie Oh, Gary, and unless, you know, one of those things Cade was injecting was going to hit you. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to suggest Ooh. that. <laughs> that seems reasonable, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Overdose of memory anaesthetic. We can find out what it does. So, Cade, let's have you being knocked aside, and you will have taken a load of this, enough to incapacitate you, enough that your, your memories of home, of Grey's world... Just gra- you can feel them gradually disappearing, and and just as it's about to kick in, you'll see uh, Gary sort of knocking a load of stuff out of your hand, um, and you will know that actually this is going to doom you. you. You haven't taken enough. You're a medical person. You haven't taken enough, but you've taken enough so you can't do anything. And now the rock's just going to consume you. Fuck you, Gary. Gary, what should we do with you? So let's have you, you know, accidentally injecting yourself with memory anesthetic. What's going to happen? Yeah, I think Gary doesn't know what this is. And so the the memory anesthetic is, what is it? It like wipes your memory? Is that right? It wipes blocks of your memory. Blocks of your memory. Yeah. So I think that Gary's going to have no understanding of why his body's being consumed by rocks. Uh, He kind of feels this tightness in his throat and his chest. But he doesn't remember the tracheotomy or anything like that. So I think he's kind of back to having to get this out of his body. He, he has to get this out of his body. So, Gary, you're cutting uh, stuff out of your body. What are you going to do? Uh, do you need to roll for success for that? I don't know. Uh, well, I could do a change roll kind of on the realization that this stuff's growing in my body again. That would be a good thing to do, yeah? Uh, so I rolled a two. I think it's going to be more medically minded thinking that maybe he can actually save himself. So instead of using like a, a big boring device from the mining equipment, I will look for one of Cade's precision tools and just mm-hmm. start to kind of try to cut along my neck and chest to see if I can extract some of these things. That sounds good. And I actually really, if you don't mind, I, I like the idea of just leaving you cutting away at yourself. Yeah, sure. Uh, sure. Really unpleasant. Rigan, uh, so Cade's overdose. Can I see? Can I see what they what has become of them? Absolutely. Um, I think I see it, and I curse loudly, and I make a change roll. Yes. And it's six, so my change goes up to five. I think I have a tantrum, and I uh, scream, "You stupid sons of bitches!" And um, I help push the blade into uh, Gary's throat, and I kick Cade's inert body. And I push, I don't know, crates down on top of them and have basically a a baby child's tantrum in the middle of this facility. Are you right to kind of let that just ride, Gary? I mean, it doesn't mean doesn't have to be the end for Gary. Um, but no, I think it's fine. I, I I hope that my one good eye that Riggan didn't destroy is just glaring at him (laughs) as he does this. (laughs) 
So let's come to let's come to Luckland very quickly. You've parked the buggy on the edge of this uh, this crevasse, and it's looking down. It's actually going to look down into what you won't know, but what is actually the quarry. So you can see this sort of glowing world beneath. Well, what are you going to do? Well, I, for a start, Lachlan just kneels down and looks into the crevasse, first of all. And I, he, he's just speaking to himself quietly, but it's not really to himself. And he's just saying, I think I understand. I think I understand now. You've You've been pulling all these people into you because you're you're out here alone. You you've been out here alone all this time without anyone else, and you've been pulling them into you because I mean that that's that's what you do. You, you need you need people, but it it hasn't worked, has it? Because they're not really there anymore. What happens if someone gives themselves to you willingly? Does that would we be able to connect if we did that? And with that, uh, he he reaches up and, and starts unscrewing uh, the, the helmet of his pressure suit. Yeah, no, that sounds really nice. And as you're saying this, you, you can feel it's as though the rock understands you and you're, mm. you know, you, you feel you're in tune with it. You feel it's agreeing with you in some sense. Of course it is. I'm right. Riggan. What are you doing? You have... I mean, what would you like to do? You have mining equipment. You have a quarry if you want to go and look at it. I mean, you can do what you want, really. I'm getting this mining, uh, this drill, this uh, this shovel kind of up and operational. I hope this is something a single person can do. I'm going to get it operational, and then I'm going to go out there and dig out that shuttle and hope that I can operate a shuttle on my own. That's great. And, and we'll cut forward a little, so that's absolutely fine. We can we can have Riggan dragging. It's very hard, but you can drag this mining equipment to the centre of where you think the quarry is encrusted over, and you will set it going, and it will bash, bash, and it will crack. And eventually, yeah, you, you will make a hole. Lucky's not too far away. Lucky's sort of looking at a big crevasse nearby. But... Oh, that's exactly what has to happen, right? So... Lucky, can we have a thing where it bashes through and then there will, there will be this sort of network of cracks and then can we have you falling into the quarry? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. So, yeah. And, and so, yeah. Yeah, if you're happy timing that with, with Lachlan finally having stripped off the last of his pressure suit and standing there basically in his underwear. Yes, perfect, perfect. So as you do that, Lucky begins to, to die. And Riggan, yeah, there's a big hole down into the quarry. Great. I'm going to caper down into the hole and see if uh, the ship is down there, the shuttle. Down there is this massive sort of crystalline world. It's it, it's obviously a mining quarry, which is which the rock has grown over. You can see, I, I imagine you're sort of walking down a slope into it or something like that. And so you're walking down into this world where there are crystalline bodies, fully crystalline bodies. There are the scaffolding which is entirely made of crystal there are buildings which are entirely made of crystal and yeah there is a, an extractor shuttle oh i have my pick and i'm just swinging it and smashing bodies and smashing columns of crystal and still sort of having this sort of like violent reaction to everything that's happened to me and then uh when i make it to the shuttle i want to scrape off crystal so that i can get in, in through the hatch you know how i said everything's made of crystal <laughs> mm-hmm. The shuttle's made of crystal. 
Molly made a crystal just sitting there. So when I try to scrape stuff off the door, the entire shuttle comes yes, away. Yes, I think your, your pick just goes straight through me. I make a change roll. <laughs> and I scream like a wild beast and just violently smash at the shuttle with my pick. I rolled a six. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. <laughs> my change goes up to six. We embrace the madness around here, Graham. <laughs> that's impressive. So go on, give me a... Well, you give me a last scene for Riggin, but go on a bit. That's brilliant. I suddenly become very calm. Instead of my, you know, flurry of violent activity, suddenly I get really calm. I climb up out of the hole. I walk the distance all the way back to the, that base we were just in. I go into the room with the guy that took his own life. I pull off my helmet. And I pull out the pills that were on the desk. And that's where I would end it for Riggin. That's really lovely. I think maybe Gary, if he's kind of at least slow in time, but if he's frozen in time, I hope that he heard Riggin screaming and just kind of is lying there with a smile on his face <laughs> as he bleeds crystal everywhere. And so let's cut forward a period of time. It's hard to know what the period of time is. And so the Extraxer shuttle, it's now been a year, although it might just seem like two or three days to you. So the Extraxer shuttle comes down from the exchange way above and lands on the asteroid. It's landing very close to your base, the one you constructed. And Gary's still around, I think. Improbably. I like the idea Gary's still around, if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. And so what, what does Gary do? I mean, the shuttle's arrived. I think Gary is going to almost feel guilty that he doubted Extraxer. The, you know, he, he felt like they really were abandoning the, the team. And now he's starting to get, regrow his confidence a little bit, thinking they did send him here to do something important. And he's going to go report on what happened and his heroics. And are we going to have Lucky die or do we want him to be another survivor? What do you think, Scott? Um, I'm happy for somewhere in between. With, I, I'd say perhaps not dead, but changed or consumed. Can we have Extraxer, so maybe a, another Extraxer pod, coming and scooping out Lucky's body, maybe for study, maybe for to save him? We're not quite sure at the moment. And, and taking that away, does that make sense? Yeah, that, that works for me. With him being loaded into a pod and you know, his flesh just glowing slightly uh, in the dark. And so, Gary, the, the shuttle lifts up back to the exchange. Uh, there is some sort of pod carried beneath it. You're not sure what's in that. Mm -hmm. And you'll take a, a last look over this, this glowing broken asteroid. There's a reason I didn't die. There's, there's something I was meant to do here. This is good. It's very good. Great. And that's the game. Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to Ain't Slayed Nobody. For ad-free episodes, lots of bonus content, and special programming, please join our Wolf Pack at patreon.com slash Slade, or subscribe to Ain't Slayed Nobody Plus at Apple Podcasts. Nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber. See our show notes for full credits, and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers. Thank you, and good luck out there.